I bring you strange tidings, my dear Rose, he answered low and sadly, as she laid her hand upon his arm with an affectionate look up into his face. Hers grew pale. Bad news from home? she almost gasped. No, no, I have had no word from any of our absent relatives or friends, and I'm not sure I ought to call it bad news either, though I cannot yet think of it with any amount of equanimity. It has come upon me so suddenly. What? asked both ladies in a breath. Don't keep us in suspense. It has been going on for years, on his part. I can see it now. But blind fool that I was, I never suspected it till today, when it came upon me quite like a thunderbolt. What? Who? Travilla. After years of patient waiting, he has won her at last. Our darling. And, and I've given her to him. Both ladies stood dumb with astonishment, while young Horace, who had come running up in time to catch the last words, cried out with vehemence, Papa, what? Give our Elsie away? How could you? How can we ever do without her? But she shan't go, for she belongs to me too, and I'll never give consent. Mr. Dinsmore and the ladies smiled faintly. They seem to think mine quite sufficient, Horace, replied his father, and I'm afraid we'll hardly consider it necessary to ask yours. But, Papa, we can't spare her. You know we can't, and why should you go and give her away to Mr. Travilla or anybody? My son, had I refused, it would have caused her great unhappiness. Then she ought to be ashamed to go and love Mr. Travilla better than you and all of us. I've never been more astonished in my life cried Adelaide. Nor I, said Rose, and he's a great deal too old for her. That is an objection, replied her husband, but if not insuperable to her, need not be to us. Think of your intimate friend addressing you as father, laughed Adelaide. It is really ridiculous if you think about it. That need not be, is not an inevitable consequence of the match, smiled Mr. Dinsmore, softly caressing the little one clinging about his neck. Still conversing on the same subject, the minds of all being full of it to the exclusion of every other, they moved on as if by common consent toward the house. "'Do you think it can be possible that she is really and truly in love with him?' queried Rose, a man so much older than herself and so intimate in the family since her early childhood. "'Judge for yourself, my dear,' said Mr. Dinsmore, as a turn in the path brought them within a few yards of the lovers, who were moving slowly in their direction, so that the two parties must meet in another moment. One glance at the beaming faces, the rich color coming and going in Elsie's cheek, the soft, glad light in her sweet, hazel eyes, was a sufficient reply to Rose's question. She looked at her husband with a satisfied smile, which he returned. But little Horace, leaving her father's side, rushed up to Elsie, and catching her hand in his, cried, "'I'll never give my consent, and you belong to me. Mr. Travilla, you can't have her.' To the child's surprise, Elsie only blushed and smiled, while Mr. Travilla, without the slightest appearance of alarm or vexation, said, "'Ah, my dear boy, you may just as well, for she is willing to be mine, and your papa has given her to me.' But the others had come up, and inquiring looks, smiles, and kindly greetings were exchanged. "'Mr. Travilla,' said Rose, 
half playfully but with a tear trembling in her eye, "'you have stolen a march upon us, "'and I can hardly forgive you just yet for taking her from us.' "'I regret that exceedingly, my dear madam,' he answered, "'with a smile that belied his words. "'But, Miss Adelaide, will you still stand my friend?' "'I don't know,' she answered demurely. "'There is only one serious objection in my mind, "'if Elsie is satisfied, "'that I don't quite fancy having a nephew some years older than myself. "'Ah, well, I shall be quite willing to be considered a brother-in-law.' "'Company to dinner!' shouted Horace. "'I see a carriage, don't you, Papa?' "'It is your Uncle Edward's,' said Mr. Travilla. "'Yes,' said Adelaide. "'Laura and her tribe are in it, no doubt, "'and probably Mrs. Bowles, too. "'Carrie Howard, you know, Elsie. "'They have been late in calling.' "'Some good reason for it, "'and they are none the less welcome.'